Hello everyone, how's it going? My name is Alex, working in for Libertarian Nation, and I am joined by... Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, uh, I'm Marcella. <laughs> oh, there you go. You can start it off. <laughs> Ladies no, first, what am I thinking? Jeez, I'm so rude. Well, you're go not ahead. like a bed. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. The perfect start right here. <laughs> so, go ahead. Ladies first. Oh, I'm just... I'm Marcella, and I'm just co-hosting with Alex, but go ahead, Anthony. Uh, this is Anthony from Coinamex, and, you know, here to just answer some questions, and I just need to disclose I'm not crazy technical, and uh, as far as the, um, I guess, libertarian views, uh, I have a good understanding, but I'm not uh, crazy well-rounded in that aspect, but I'm going to do my best here and see if I can answer some questions and do you know, see what we can come up with here. All right, that's fantastic. So, what do you do for uh, for uh, Coinamex? Uh, Coinamex, I am in charge of just the overall operations, uh, a lot of marketing, um, pretty much responding to uh, all of our members' questions and feedback, and implementing those on our platform. So, uh, more of the business development side of things. Hey, that's always cool, brother. So, I mean, um, generally, what uh, my my general thing with Bitcoin is that um, you know I, I I I'm not too well educated on Bitcoin in general. I've picked up things here and there from uh, different areas of the uh, of just everywhere. But my problem is primarily that um, whenever I, I I look up a video or I, I read an article, you know, it's all good and fun. But when I come to the end of it, I'm like, geez, what did what information did I retain about there? It seemed like so much technical stuff, and I just, I, yep. oh, it just yeah. it frustrates me because I really do want to be sold on the, on the Bitcoin thing. It seems really exciting. Like in one instance, you hear about you hear whispers about the IRS, you know, wanting to tax it, and you hear Japan already uh, implementing a tax system. But on the other hand, you hear cool stuff like uh, Bitcoin ATMs being able to buy your groceries with Bitcoin. So, you know, it's hard not to be excited, but at the same time, you do have to, as a libertarian, as a freedom fighter, you know, remain relatively skeptical and really watch your investments, which is, you know, good advice for any kind of investment. So I was I was hoping that you could help me or help sell me on Bitcoin. (laughs) Well, let's see what I can do here. I actually got into Bitcoin the first time I was introduced, it was the same. I, I went through the same issue that you did. So about five years ago, uh, I was working on a project, and one of the programmers on the project uh, started trying to teach me about Bitcoin because he said it was the most amazing thing. This is when Bitcoin they were at twelve cents a piece or something crazy low. Oh man! And he was just <laughs> yeah, he was just speaking all this technical jargon. And it was just completely over my head. But he was one of those programmers that was forward thinking uh, and and he was just so excited about it. And I've never seen him that excited about anything. So I kind of just swept it under the rug, didn't really think too much about it because I just didn't grasp the whole concept. I didn't understand it. So it didn't I don't know. It just didn't really interest me at the time. Right. So I'd say about three years later. You know, I'm a big libertarian, uh, so I was on like Ron Paul forums all the time. And actually, it was on Ron Paul forum um, 
that I kept on seeing, like, Bitcoins are at $25 today, and <laughs> Bitcoins are now at $35, and, like, I just kept on seeing this thing going up and up and up. I'm like, why are all of these guys talking about Bitcoin? What the heck is it? I remember Nick, my programmer, you know, whatever, five or three years before that, telling me about this. And so I started doing research about it to try to understand it, right? Because that's the main issue. Right. And and, and the forums uh, did a, a pretty decent job explaining it. But one of the things you'll notice on CoinMX is we try to make things as simple as possible because the, the industry uh, consists of like crazy, crazy tech because Bitcoin and that protocol is far more advanced than uh you know anything before it's time and the guys that get it are crazy advanced and they go with it so but the forums kind of gave somewhat of an overview of the the common uh i guess benefits of it right. and then the more i started researching it i started to kind of get my thoughts together and bring it to i guess every day like terms and how people could understand it. So usually when I explain Bitcoin uh, to people, they are like, wow, that makes more sense because instead of you reading the crazy stuff you see online or going to an exchange and seeing buy and sell and limit order and like, what is going on with this? Thing? What is it? You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, if you want me to keep on going into it, really what Bitcoin is um, – First of all, it's a protocol. So right. the first thing that was built on the protocol was this way to transfer value information. It's 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 a decentralized uh, system of transferring data, really, right? And you can do anything with it. So currency or transferring something of value is pretty much the first project that this protocol uh, used or started off with. So mm -hmm. now you have like overstock building an actual decentralized um, stock market off of the protocol, right? Off of the blockchain and, and the Bitcoin like protocol. And they're actually building the first stock market that is decentralized. So there's going to be a bunch of services that are going to be, be built on top of it, not just transfer of value or payment or whatever, whatever you want to call it, currency, uh, asset. Mm. Um, but the way that, say, Bitcoin, the I think the true value in Bitcoin is that the security of it and the transfer, the way that it transfers data, and you know, the reason why Bitcoins are worth what they are is like anything, it's people's perception and value of it, and that their willingness to accept it, right? So, yeah. so a lot of people will say. Oh well, it's just a digital nothing in the air. That like, why would anybody <laughs> invest in this, right? Right. Like, I'd rather invest in gold or a stock or whatever it is. You know, maybe dollars. But if you think about it, you're investing in a technology. So if you invest in Facebook, Facebook you can't really grab and hold, right? But right. Facebook has a value. Um, and people go there every day, and even though it's a technology company that you can't hold in your hands, it still has value because it brings people together, right? Mm -hmm. And people find value in connecting with other people, 
And so there's a value in Facebook, hence why it's worth what it is, right? Even though you can't hold it. So if you look at Bitcoin and like the blockchain and you know that whole protocol, mm. it has a tremendous amount of value that has not been seen before. And that's the reason why really when you're investing in Bitcoin or when you're buying Bitcoin and utilizing it, you're really just in investing in this new technology if you will right yeah so and and the infrastructure that it is and what it means and how efficient it is and companies like overstock building their own stock exchange on it and you're going to have chat clients built on top of it and right tons of different services audio sharing and file sharing services just tons and it's a lot more efficient than what previously um, is out there you know? And it creates jobs too. I mean, shit. Just thinking about all those different uh, markets that are created through Bitcoin, you know, right. um, you, you see all these different uh, people that can really get on and you know go to work on it. And you know, it's it's really amazing what um, what what things can be uh, what what things can come from uh, when people really value something. Like like you mentioned before, you know, some people just say, oh, it comes out of nothing. You know, um, you know, like. You know, just arguments like that, but you really see uh, people invest a lot of their time and money into it, and uh, you, you really see a lot of great things come for it. So, well, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason why a lot of these um, very successful technology moguls are buying into it, right? Because they understand the technology and they understand the value behind it. And whether Bitcoin is going to be worth, you know, three hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or five million dollars for one Bitcoin, that's not really, I think, what they're excited about. They're more excited about um, the technology overall, the platform, what it's going to like. It's going to revolutionize the way that data is transferred, and that's what they're, I think, in on. Um, They just see the huge potential in 5, 10, 15 years of what this means. So, But Bitcoin, if you want to talk about Bitcoin in general and all these other coins because there's, say, I don't know, 10,000 new coins or whatever. But we'll talk about (laughs) – yeah, we'll talk about Bitcoin and uh, break it down into why it's so – why Bitcoin transferring payments is uh, so valuable. So you have different – transmission protocols or payment methods right so you have like debit rails and credit card rails when you're charging a debit card or a credit card you have ach when you're transferring like a web transfer whatever uh you know within a bank they can do ach payments automated clearinghouse Um, and then you have like wire transfer so these are all different ways that banks transfer payments right and settle payments right okay all of these technologies do not even touch the efficiency of like the blockchain and the Bitcoin structure, like, um, or there are other coins that I feel are, are more efficient, but Bitcoin is like the gold of digital currency and it's very secure. The network's huge. So I think that's the reason why Bitcoin is valued at what it's valued at. But Bitcoin has the ability to transmit this data and settle, you know, 24 7 365 it a lot of times when you think about banks you're like okay why is it taking three days to figure out if these funds are really here why can't i actually make a a payment like uh on a sunday at five o'clock in the afternoon it's like 
does the world just stop working because the banks don't want to do something? It makes no sense, right? Yeah. So Bitcoin solves that issue to where you can transfer and settle payments any time of the day, any day of the week, instantly. Um, and and there's a tremendous amount of value with that. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 as far as like, if you want to talk about the security and how Bitcoin. The, the way that everything is settled and audited. So a lot of people hear um, say mining, right? And what is mining really? What are these miners doing? Right. You know, it, makes no, what, what are, it makes no sense to a lot of people. To break down what mining is, mining are just individuals that have very, very efficient CPUs, computers that are auditing um, a, all of the transactions in in this certain protocol so <clears throat> when you want to mine your computer you would have to download the whole protocol download the whole uh, platform onto your server your computer this would actually take every single transaction from the inception of bitcoin and you're setting up like your own accounting system so you have every transaction that has ever been accomplished from the beginning to that specific point so you have an updated ledger for accounting right so if i sent 3.2765 bitcoins to somebody three years ago well those bitcoins were comprised of a bunch of different transactions right and they've all been settled and they've all been verified Mm -hmm. well what these miners are doing is they're using their computers to just audit all of these transactions independently so if i send somebody 5.2 bitcoins they need to know that all of those bitcoins that are being sent to them are legitimate bitcoins and that somebody hasn't taken over the network and that's the great thing about this technology is you have all these independent computers that are that are contributing to this network and um, they're all auditing independently of one another to -hmm. make sure that there's nothing fishy going on or anything like that and so that's really what that's what mining is is really utilizing your um your computer server to audit all of these transactions and you get rewarded for doing that so Mm. it's really just an accounting system that you're contributing to and it's a decentralized accounting system so if i try to send somebody fake bitcoins yeah, like when you send somebody bitcoins, you'll see confirmations come down the pipeline. So after about ten minutes, it'll say one confirmation, and then five minutes later, two confirmations. And what that is is it's this whole system working and saying it's like independent audits on are all of these bitcoins legitimate? And you'll start piling up confirmations. So a lot of people say, okay, within you know two to three confirmations, you're safe to say this payment is legitimate and it's settled and everything's good, right? right. So it's this independent auditing system of transferring payments. And sorry if I just spoke for way too long without letting anybody <laughs> get no, Anthony, that was perfect. You, I think your explanation was spot on because people don't usually talk like that or given the um, chance to to really explain it. So I just learned a lot from you now. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> learned a lot. I mean, <laughs> But yeah, I find like just in general, like a big issue that a lot of people have is either oversimplica- 
oversimplification of an explanation or they go way too in-depth and that was just the right balance of it and that's absolutely perfect and I really I do appreciate the fact that you did explain what the uh, the mining thing it's a big check against any fraudulent right. things that are going on that really uh, you know that really makes me uh, you know, it, it gains kudos with me so um, well good I'm glad to gain kudos yeah. <laughs> more, more kudos the better I'm just going to tally that up as a win for me oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you're definitely going to be getting a lot here. Yeah, so uh, really what it is, it's just a self-auditing system, and it's decentralized, which is amazing. You'd rather have a bunch of independent auditors, you know, a million different auditing systems happening simultaneously than, you know, one central auditing system, and you never know what can happen with that. So Yeah, it could just be one guy in New Jersey in in an IRS department just having a grudge against you because, you know, you went with the the Tea Party or something like that, and, you know, he decides to uh, botch up your report, and, you know. There you go. So, yeah, you know, decentralization is always better, so. Yeah. Especially if you have a a built-in auditing system, so. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to bring it to the audience right now. I really want you to focus on selling the average show, which would obviously be me. I work getting probably less than 50k a year, and I just checked the uh, the the the, uh, the Bitcoin USD transfer ratio. It's one Bitcoin to 325 USD. So I want you to really make a case right. for me. Why should I really invest in this? I have a limited income. Let's say I support my girlfriend. I have kids, a little yappy right. dog that you know has a broken leg, something like that. Really make a case for me. Okay, so you know I hate giving investment advice, but what I would say is, um, and I own some Bitcoin, but as far as buying and selling Bitcoin, you really have to think about it as buying into this technology and where it's going to go five to ten years down the road i don't want to tell somebody okay buy it at 325 and hope that it goes up to 600 dollars and sell it and you'll double your money or whatever you know <laughs> right so don't I, short I, sell it yeah well even i mean listen i the bitcoin's been dropping for there's many different reasons why bitcoin goes up and down in price and right now there's a big um there's a big issue because there are a lot of merchants accepting Bitcoin, and those coins have to be automatically like sold um, on the market. So uh, all of these coins are coming through, and they're automatically being sold. So now that there, there it seems that there's more sellers than buyers because of that, and um, it's harder for people to get in and get money in to purchase Bitcoins. But the more that people adapt and they understand, the more widely accepted, I do believe it will definitely start going up because you're going to have these large companies building on top of the infrastructure. Um, and that's going to make it valuable, right? When Overstock uh, launches a decentralized uh, stock market that is built on top of this infrastructure, well, that creates a lot of value because Overstock is going to need this infrastructure to be as secure and to be as large as possible so their decentralized stock market uh, can operate the way that it needs to. So it's in their best interest to make sure that you know the miners are being paid and that the infrastructure is, is well established. So you're going to start seeing a bunch of other companies building uh, – see, so if you take Bitcoin out of it and you look at it as – this new platform that is 10 times more efficient than anything out there right now and you start 
seeing companies building data share, you know, like file transfer system on top of this protocol. Well, now it's creating more value um, into this ecosystem, into this infrastructure. And I think that's what, what the true value is. A lot of people don't understand it. They don't even, they haven't even, you know, thought about it in that aspect. They're just thinking Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And okay, is, is Bitcoin going to be, um, is Bitcoin going to be adapted by the masses? And at, over time, I, I think as far as transferring payment, it, it's like a natural progression. If 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 the governments don't come out and just try to squash it completely and, and they work with it because they see the efficiencies. And, and the great thing about it is a lot of people would think like the U.S. would be against it. But the U.S. is probably one of the most pro Bitcoin, which really, really shocked me as, as, as far as being a libertarian and knowing how, you know, this, the central bank and all of, all of that works. The, the U.S. government has has been very, fr I think, friendly to Bitcoin um, compared to some of the other larger uh, countries out there uh, like superpowers. Yeah. So <clears throat> but but as far as investing in Bitcoin, um, I do think that this protocol for transferring payment and value will be highly integrated one way or the other because it's just so much more efficient and anything that's uh, – of, of like an efficiency um, like this, it's, it's just only a matter of time. It just wouldn't make sense if it wasn't used, even if it's just competing against wires or ACH transfers or credit card, whatever it is, just utilizing it for that aspect of it. It's just far superior. Um, and then, like I said, you have all of these other businesses that are going to be building different services and products on top of this protocol and this protocol is it's it's like saying that Apple, right, has this whole infrastructure. And when they launch a new product, it gains value in their stock because people people say, oh, wow, they just released this new product. It's that amazing. I want to own this company because it has so much value and they're spitting out all of these great things on top of it. Well, here it's like you're investing in this decentralized company and it's you know, Bitcoin and the whole protocol and the whole infrastructure and the more and more technologies that are built on top of it, uh, the more value the whole infrastructure is going to is, is going to be. It's going to be valued a lot higher. Right. Yeah. So as far as investing in Bitcoin, it's more of investing in the technology and the protocol and the infrastructure itself, I would think. And for me. It would be a long-term investment because I don't see this really being, you know, to its full capability, probably for another five years. Right. Um, so, so you know, looking at the short term, you have a lot of individuals that are buying and selling uh, daily, like day traders, and there's a lot of different products, um, you know, like options and just a bunch of different products that a lot of these companies are and and and. A lot of people love trading because it's just fun, just like people like to day trade stocks, right? And this just has a lot more volatility and a lot more going on. So a lot of these day traders and traders are coming on board just because they figure out algorithms or ways to buy and sell. And it's just like a new frontier that has a lot of excitement. So that's kind of like artificially making, I think, the price go up and down. Uh, more than it really should. But over time, just the infrastructure in general is going to be so valuable that it's, I mean, I think it's going to have to go up. 
at, uh, at least the, did PayPal just sign on too? Are they taking Bitcoin? Yeah, so I'm not sure if I know they they have released a statement saying that they are going to. So when you go to like a PayPal checkout, they will have, um, you know, pay with Bitcoin. Right. Um, so, yeah, just any time that something like that comes out, it'll, it'll make it more valuable. But really, it's going to be for Bitcoin itself. Um, actual transfer of payments utilizing Bitcoin, it's going to have to be mass adoption and ease of use that's going to really boom this thing, right? So, like, would you rather just go on PayPal and log in and just it takes it out of your bank account or utilize Bitcoin, right? What's the benefit? Right. So to merchants, over time, they'll see that the benefit of accepting Bitcoin is far superior because they have their payments settled. They know they're not going to be – they're not going to have a charge back and they're going to get their money. Um, and they can get confirmation much quicker, but, and, and, and they're going to want to start pushing Bitcoin to their consumers. And the way that the consumers are going to mass adapt it is when there's these simple applications, like Apple just finally started allowing Bitcoin apps. They were, they weren't allowing it for a while, but, you know, just having easy and easy payment methods to where you can just go and, you know, scan a barcode or just use your device and uh, put it close to like a register and it'll automatically accept your payment. You just, you know, verify it on your phone and you pay for it. Simple, right? Once, once Bitcoins are mass adapted and the technology has been brought forth like that, I think it'll increase the value. Um, But, you know, just the competition is a great thing and, and Bitcoin in general uh, and the technology is just far superior than what's out there, and people start seeing that, um, especially in the t- in in the because I speak to a lot of people that are that are programmers and they're in tech and they haven't really researched into it and they haven't they don't they they just haven't gained enough knowledge to really grasp it because they're busy with their jobs or whatever. But anybody that is in the tech industry that has truly researched into it they get addicted really quick because they're like this is amazing like (laughs) this is this is like something that hasn't been around for you know 50 60 70 years this this large or you know this advanced yeah and i think that and tell me if this analogy is wrong we gotta uh we gotta wrap it up real real quick but um the way that you've sort of described it and sort of played out to me i mean I think it's really like a, a, a house project that you're starting out. We, got, we already have the foundation laid out. We've already got some piping in there. And the skepticism is really like people saying, oh, this house is never going to be anything. You know, it's just going to be a, a big pile of sticks. It's going to be crap. But really, when more people invest into it, you know, they start building gazebos and, you know, they start building dining rooms, basements and stuff like that. That really adds to the value and stuff like that. And that house exactly. is not going to be any less or more – it might be more secure, I think, from the way you described it, than other houses just because of the way it's built and the structuring of it. But, you know, overall, it does have some of the same uh, general – uh, risks as you know anything else, but it seems to be a lot more sturdier. Um, you know, and I think it's unfair to compare it to something like a stock or something like that. It feels like it's a completely uh, different, uh, different thing. And you know, you really yeah, see it's a that. different animal. Yeah, it's an entirely different animal. And you see that uh, you know, like Chase Bank, they're starting to come out. I think also Apple too. They're coming out with like Apple Pay or something like that, where you can flip out your phone and pay that way, which is kind of like a that's kind of a rip on. Um, on uh, Bitcoin in and of itself, but I want to go ahead and leave you some time for uh, some quick plugs. So, do you got anything going on in uh, CoinMX? 
Yeah, well, Coinamex, we um, we just started a promotion for all of the new, um, all of our new members that they'll receive five dollars free when they sign up. So uh, it's a it's a deposit of fifty five dollars, and then you'll receive five dollars for free. But the great thing about Coinamex is just we kind of break it down and make it simple to get into Bitcoin. And, and we have a couple of different platforms. We have a trading platform, which has like an API and it's more advanced. And then we just have a simple platform for, you know, the ordinary person that's just trying to learn about it and wants to just easily press a buy button and say, I want to buy two Bitcoins. And we make it very easy where they can purchase through cash, wire, credit card, ACH. Um, so we just have a bunch of different uh, deposit and withdrawal methods that make it easy for people to get in and out of Bitcoin. And then for the traders, we have the API and um, a, a very, very easy to use API so they can build um, their programs on top of our system. Right. Um, Anthony, do you want to explain how to acquire Bitcoin and keep it? Like, talk about the wallets and, and which wallet would you recommend? Well, yeah, the wallets, that's a that's a good point, and I'll try to go over them as quickly as possible. You have, like, online wallets, which we have wallets that we create for every single one of our members, and it's kind of just like an easy access wallet when you sign into your account. Now, we back all of our coins up for every, you know, that we hold in cold storage, which is kind of like having a safety deposit box in a bunker uh, and have four different pe people with the keys to that safety deposit box that have to come to access, you know, the the value in it. So we store, you know, 98% of our coins in cold storage, and the individual can set up their own cold storage if they want to. You have to be pretty tech savvy to do that. Uh, there are some services out there. Uh, if you research that, make it a little bit easier for you. So you really have three wallets. One would be storing the actual wallet on your computer or your server. Um, the other would be having a temporary or easy access wallet like CoinMX creates. It's just like an online wallet. And then the last and most secure would be um, would be the cold storage. And you know, without going too long into it, the the online wallets that we create for for uh, CoinMX uh, is kind of like just having cash and credit cards in your wallet. The um, having the Bitcoin um, client on your computer is somewhat like having a, a bank account and having it stored there. And then the cold storage is like having a fireproof bunker, you know, that nobody can access unless if four people come together to, <laughs> to, to access it. It so sounds like, like the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Man. But everybody that signs up at Coin Coinamex, we give them just an easy to use wallet, and we store all of the coins um, in cold storage, and we only bring up a certain amount of coins to make sure when our members want to use their bitcoins, we have enough there for them to easily access. But if there was ever some type of security breach or whatever, you know, all of our ninety eight percent of our coins are protected that nobody can ever get. So um, if we're ever to like, if somebody you know, were to hack in or something crazy happened, they can maybe get two percent of all the bitcoins that we hold, which, which wouldn't be that big of an you know an issue. But it's always secured, and we always back up everything we do. So, man, look that at that. Been, there's there's no excuse now not to get into Bitcoin. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So, and and the great thing about it is you see on our you'll see on our website that it's just we make it much easier um, to understand. So. That's fantastic. It looks like it's it's made just for me. <laughs> <laughs> So have I somewhat changed your views on it? I think so, yeah. At the very least, you softened it, and I feel right now I'm getting a good energy off of it. So, like I said, no reason not to get into it. At least try it out, you know, which is, you know, I think that's always the best thing. Just, like, play it safe a little bit. Buy into it gradually. Don't, like, pour your life savings into it or anything crazy like that. But, yeah, yeah, do invest in it. And, you know, like I said with the house – you add more to it, it will grow over time, and it will become a beautiful investment. So thank you so much, Anthony, for uh, for joining us on this wonderful uh, podcast that we got going on here. My name is Alex. I am with, once again, Marcella. <laughs> and Anthony. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care, folks.